Okay. And it's like Terry just joined the room. Yeah, I thought I heard it say he joined, but I don't hear him yet. So we can just keep the recording going and catch him in candid Terry moments. <laughs> Never know what we'll get. Audio now unmuted. Whenever it logged me on, it said recording in progress. Yeah, yeah because we just recorded Carson doing an opening. Uh, but we're still recording, so we can go ahead and get started because I gotta I'm halfway dressed. I gotta finish getting dressed so we can go back dressed. You know when I said when it, we, we could do this with Terry and the Raw, I didn't mean literally, Jill. <laughs> I have a nightgown and blue jeans on. <laughs> All our listeners, not naked. Uh, we better get started before it falls apart. <laughs> you gotta get halfway out of your pajamas and halfway in your clothes. Hi, this is Carson, and this is the podcast. It sounds funny. <laughs> That sounds funny, though. You can send us an email at the TSF at the All right, everybody, that is correct. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. And hey, thanks for our special opening there uh, from Carson. And uh, it is the week of january 3rd 2023 the first episode of the new year Yay. Uh, we are in the season three uh show number nine episode 113 is people counting all those stats on us hey we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it and uh, we like to start out with something new, but well, first we got to introduce ourselves. I am your host Keith, and join with me are uh, me Terry, who is fully clothed, who is not. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. Yeah. <laughs> Although some of our male listening fans out there might have some fundamental pictures going on about now. I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds interesting. Just say that she's just in the process of heading out on a road trip. Is why the yeah. partial state of dress is going on. When you're supposed yeah. to be leaving on your way back, or are you going to be on the road talking? No, I'm home. I'm here in Wichita, but once we're done, I got to, like I said, I don't know if you heard it, I got to finish getting dressed and then we'll be taking off. But we'd better be on the lookout. Anything might happen. And not taking clothes back off. It's- <laughs> Back, so, so we're back on that again. <laughs> I'm not the naked podcaster. Well, the, the naked, naked that's the name of the show, the naked podcaster. <laughs> oh, you're laughing at me. Word. Yeah. Well, good thing it's not all that cold anymore. Warming up. Well, yeah, and plus, you know, Kansas, you can't be topless. I think we talked about before. So. Yeah, we did, but I kept my top on. For Jill's benefit right now, right there where you're at in Wichita, according to my Amazon device, it's 30-something degrees right now. Well, it's been getting into the 50s and 60s. Well, that's a little bit too cool. We're going to hit record-breaking temperatures here today. It's supposed to be 68 degrees here. Wow. Yeah. 
So. But this is Illinois. It's it's the winter time. It'll and give it a week. It'll be back in the freezing again. It'll be yeah. Tomorrow. They're gonna be back in the thirties tomorrow. So. Oh wow. Anyways. Yeah. It could be anything sometimes in the winter around here. Yeah, all right. If you don't like the weather, hang around for a few hours. It'll change or days. Yeah. <clears throat> like certain traveling podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what mile marker are you at? What mile marker are you at? No mile marker. We're sitting here in Carson's bedroom. <laughs> ah. In your recording studio? We're yeah, hanging out with the girls and huh? Just me and her. The other two girls make, and my one daughter's working. She works from home. And then my other daughter's visiting her, and all the other kids are watching cartoons, I believe, on the television. Uh, I have some breaking news for Jill. Take a look at that. For the land's sake. Who hasn't heard it yet, probably? Yeah, I haven't What's talked that? to anybody for a week. Um, we put a sign outside the cone barn yesterday for sale. And oh, really? We might have sold it already. <laughs> you think so? Terry thinks so. Well, wait, I, hopefully I, I, you I think get what you're wanting for it. We had somebody call, and then we had somebody come and take a visit on the inside to see the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, well, I think it's more complicated than that, but I hope it works out for you. Yeah. But take it easy, Jeff. He'll give us all the jitters. Okay, hey, that's yeah. cool. Anyway. Fun, funny stuff, selling property, yeah. <laughs> well, I got a funny story, and it's not anything to do with my family. We've had a lot of fun with kids out here in the last week, but this happened yesterday. We was at a place, Exploration Place, I think yeah. it Exploration I keep calling it Exploration, but it's Explanation Place. Hmm. Yeah, an expiration place would be a cemetery, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we was there yesterday, and the kids, Explain. I was... Explain. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like a science center in St. Louis. You go through, and you look at the different exhibits, and ah. uh, there was one with tractors and one with airplanes. You can sit in them and push the buttons and drive. drive well, not really drive, but pretend like you're driving, and then there was the one the senses you could go in and there was this gigantic mouth and you're supposed to look in the mouth and find the cavity and it was funny because Ashley let me feel it and it actually had the nose and the lips and I stuck my hand up his nose (laughs) (laughs) my my funny story about that yesterday they were all in the gift shop and some guy walked by with his kid and they had a toy from the gift shop and they're like hey now I don't know if Regan would be a boy or a girl but they're like hey where's Regan he goes, well, I sold her to buy you that toy. And she went, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's going on our podcast yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Sell a child before <laughs> that toy. Child so I can get you that toy. <laughs> she looked yeah, right there at the window with the with a sign on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing. Wait, they sold a child. We're just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure. So how much could we get for Carson, I wonder? Could we sell Carson? I know when she was what? little and her mom was always wanting to sell her to the Indians. But... What? <laughs> sell her to the Indians, huh? Now you're older. You're pretty handy to have around. She's 12 now? 11. 11. Because she's about the same age as Gabby and Isaac. Yeah. They're all within a few months of each other. 
she had fun yesterday because she got to help watch the little kids. There was even a castle in this place we was at, and you could go inside. And they, it was funny because they had, I guess, different doors you could open and smell. But it smelled like back then. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> open this door, take a whip. It was like Carson's room. <laughs> they said one of them actually smelled like bed, bread baking and one smelled like fruit, like apple trees. And one smelled like, like one I've of been in the bathroom for too long. One of them has to smell like the barn or the manure and all the stinky animals. And uh, But I don't know. I didn't go smelling. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I do recall that the St. Louis uh, Science Museum has a aroma uh, display. They had like the little squirt bottles where you can like get a little puff of air and you take a whiff and it's, you know, cinnamon or peppermint or, you know, cheese or whatever, fungus. <laughs> on them. Now, Carson's mommy kept uh, leaving her own scent in there, too. Um, yeah, she, <laughs> she kept crop dusting everybody. <laughs> she had some chili for breakfast that morning. You're saying beans. we brought in the new year at beans, <laughs> the traditional meal beans, black eyed peas, cabbage, all like that. Yeah, all that gassy food. Make your own firework sounds. <laughs> I walked past her, I could not breathe. <laughs> she walked past her, could not breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Mama didn't smell good yesterday, did she? Me and Devin were like dying. Yeah. Well, telling on the mom. Yeah. <laughs> She'll just love it when she hears this episode. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> I called into the Earth Oddity podcast. So, yeah, you're famous. I heard your voice on there. I haven't listened to it. I don't have it on this Victor Reader. It's on my other one. I left it at home. So I'll have to let it download when I get home and listen to it. I'm supposed to mention Earth Oddity on our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So let's do that right now. Yeah. (laughs) Tell them to mention us on theirs. So I was going to call them back and tell them to say, hey, thanks for saying our show. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny on your show. We now now have like three listeners. Yeah. We like tripled our listenership. Yeah. We got 300 new listeners. <laughs> well, I, I will say our listenership has been down a little bit in the past week, but it's not because people haven't been listening. It's because I had some server problems that wasn't letting our show uh, be downloaded properly. Probably because it was an hour and 52 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's that, but no, I had like three different websites I host, and they all had some security issues. Not that they were insecure, it's just that the certificate somehow expired. Well, that was fun. What do we do now? I don't have an awful lot of new stuff around here. All the kids went back home, all the, the noise factory. Um. My wife is taking one of our grandsons to have a little growth removed off of his lip. Um, mm. So per- pretty tame. In fact, it should be done by now. Would that growth be a mustache? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would probably like it to be. <laughs> no. It was like a mole or something on the inside of his lip. Oh, wow. Got stuck. He's hammered. 
his younger brother had something like that when he was born, had like a little extra skin flap or something growing mm-hmm. inside of his lip. So we took him to Barnes to have this procedure done. And what they do is they take a laser and they zap it. Well, they had their laser not set right. And they literally zapped a hole through his lip. Oh, my goodness. So he could have had a pierced earring for a time. He was just about a newborn. Wow. Well, not, not a pierced earring, pierced lip ring. But it is, oh, it won't. It won't hurt him. Middle, it won't scar at all. He, he still has a scar on his lip to this day. Yeah, if it went all the way through. Yeah. So know. my <laughs> wife was saying, if they if they do that to my grandson, I'm, they're going to hear from me. I'm like, wouldn't that be funny? Because you know Barnes is a teaching hospital, and maybe that guy was a student. And maybe you'll see him in his real position at this hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. So this is what they look like. <laughs> I'm coming into operating room with you. I'm, I'm, yes. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> I wasn't put it past her. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, in the spirit of keeping the show short, let's go ahead and move on to some random stuff. I ain't going to do no such a thing. I assume you were joking. On the contrary, I am completely serious. And our random oh. topics, we probably have six items to choose from on our wheel. Oh. She could even tell us to spin the wheel. Oh, say spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. All right, we will. Next, to pick a number between one and six. Uh, four. Oh. We, oh, we can go with four. We can go with four. One and four. Here's a number between one and four. It's four. (laughs) See, girls got to stick together. Alexa agrees. Four is holidays. Wow. No, I don't have any January holidays. So lined up. Well, let's go with the next item on down the list. Uh, oh, you know what? I could do. You know, remember, I did our funny chat bot. Yeah, do that one. I do have some funny chat bot stuff here, and this is stuff you can ask an artificial intelligent chat bot some questions, and they will come back with some responses. Well, write a funny headline. About Santa Claus, because there's some leftover Santa Claus stuff here. It says, I got to get my thing here. Here are a few possible funny headlines about Santa Claus. Santa Claus forced to go on a diet after eating too many cookies. North Pole Police. Arrest Santa after a drunken sleigh accident. Uh oh. That sounds better. Santa's <laughs> elves go on strike and demand better working conditions. Santa Claus accidentally delivers presents to the wrong houses again. Again? Santa Claus swears he's not getting older, just more elf-like. Now, here's one that the Chris the Wild Moose asked. 
Uh, write an action scene between Cookie Monster fighting a giant cookie. <laughs> With a fierce battle cry, Cookie Monster charged at the giant cookie that loomed before him. The giant cookie, a massive crumbly beast with a chocolate chip face, snarled and mumbled at the furry blue creature, its jagged edges glinting in delight. Sounds pretty fearsome. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> cookie Monster ducked and weaved, narrowly avoiding the cookie's sharp uh, uh, edges as he attacked. He leapt into the air, slamming his powerful fist down on the cookie with all of his might. The cookie <laughs> cracked and crumbled under the force of the blow, sending a shower of bits and pieces flying in all directions. But the giant cookie was not defeated. With a roar of rage, he stood up, towering over Cookie Monster, and a raining blow is down upon him. Cookie Monster gritted his teeth and uh, struggled with all of his strength, unleashing a flurry of punches and kicks that shook the very foundations of the earth. <laughs> At last, with one final mighty blow, Cookie Monster smashed the giant cookie into thousands of pieces. The beast lay vanquished at his feet. And the triumphant <laughs> Cookie Monster let out a triumphant roar of victory. The battle was won. The day was saved. So that's how an artificial intelligence would write his story. <laughs> I read a book once actually about a cookie. It was a fairy tale. Uh, the cookie would go around and hurt people and stuff. I don't think anybody ever died. But yeah. the way they had to defeat it because they would shoot it and they would you know, try different things to defeat it. What the thing was that defeated it in the end was milk. They had to spray it with like a oh. squirt gun because <laughs> milk and cookies. <laughs> wow. They just so get soft and mushy and milk. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, well, uh, there's another okay. one here. Uh, a short, funny article about a moose is what's being asked here. Meet Moose, the most mischievous moose in the forest. This rambunctious ruminant is always getting himself into trouble, whether it's raiding the local dumpster for a snack or carving, causing chaos at a campout. Uh, but don't let Moose's antics fool you. Underneath that shaggy exterior is a big softie at heart. Just try to resist those big brown eyes and that adorable overgrown antler. <laughs> Moose may be a handful, but he's also the life of the party. He is always up for uh, fun, whether it's chasing butterflies, playing tag with the other animals, or just lounging in the meadow, sucking up the sun. So if you ever find yourself in the forest, keep an eye out for Moose. You never know. What adventures you'll have together. Just be prepared for some spontaneous mud rolling and tree bouncing, and you'll have the time of your life. <laughs> I picture doing that with Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wild moose. <laughs> that, that, you, know, you just ask uh, the AI a question, or you give it some parameters to go off of, and you get stories like that. That's pretty cool. But yeah, this I don't have the link handy, or I would say it. I mean, I'll put it in the show notes or something. But hey, there's our random topic, just something that's kind of short and simple to random stuff there. I don't know what you've done, mister, but we're here to see that you don't do any more of it. 
I don't want to have anything further to do with you or your name or your house or anything that reminds me what a mistake I made when I let you talk me into thinking you love me. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. I feel silly doing this. Well, you look a little silly too, Abner, but don't worry, you'll get it. I have no doubt that someone will attempt to take our lives in a very few minutes. We're about to try to move on to our... Uh, favorite topic that Terry is always prepared for, the news. <laughs> and so that was a a book of Cookie Monster and the Cookie and that other thing. The story it, about it that what Keith read? Yeah. I don't remember the title of the book that I read. It's been years ago, but it, it was Find uh, the story <laughs> Has to deal with a book. There we go. In the state of Texas, <clears throat> where everything's huge, I need to get a sip of coffee. Hold on. Ah. A huge sip of coffee. Um, <laughs> in the state of Texas, Guinness Book World Breaking, a, a non for profit and a museum team together and put together. The world's largest book. Mm. And it's seven feet tall. Wow. 11 feet wide. And it was a contest between these two non for profits from children between uh, third grade and 12th grade. It's a book. It's entitled I Am Texas, where mm. it's a lot of short stories written by kids that put it together and put it in a book. And a lot of short stories in the biggest book ever. <laughs> maybe each page was one story. You probably have yeah, maybe a few of them. regular size, you know, miniaturized regular size that you can buy and uh, yourself, you know, but they made a big giant copy of it. Oh, I thought you meant like each kid maybe sent in a story and yeah, they put yeah. it on one page. No. It's through the, the whole book is kids. Right? So it's just a, a standard sized book of, of short stories that are collected. They made a huge seven by 11 book. book. Yeah. Book of it. Oh, and so what, what, what font is typed in? <laughs> 500. <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, the, uh, um, I'm trying to see literacy nonprofit and uh, museum and 
Bryan, Texas, that said how many students there. Huh. Um, it it weighs in. It largest book. It's like four hundred and ninety pounds. The book itself. Wow. So you hmm. wouldn't have to fall over on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smashed by a book. <laughs> so so I wonder are they going to donate it to a school for blind kids? Large print. <laughs> big letters easy to read <laughs> i'm sure it's probably a display in a library and maybe they would send it from, from library to library throughout texas 196 pounds that's there but uh and they have the, the giant book is on display in the museum and that then they have smaller versions of the book you can buy oh they yeah. got on that story Well, my story, my first odd news story is about a Pennsylvania couple that are celebrating their 80th wedding anniversary. Wow. Robert and Edith Michonne met in high school in 1936, and they married in 1942. And they got married on December 26th. And they're both 102 years old. So that's how they got to get to 80 wow. uh, years. And it's funny because she says lifting each other up is how they've lasted so long. And I'm thinking now that they're 102, they probably really need to lift each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help them off of the floor. <laughs> Help me out of my chair, would you? <laughs> and he says never go to bed angry is how they think they lasted so long i can get some wind beneath my wings yeah <laughs> and it says they don't have the world record because the, the world record is actually 86 years 290 days and it lasted so they, that long because they have about four more years to go huh yeah the man passed away of course and this other Herbert and Thelma Fisher is who has the world record, but he'd passed away and that ended, of course, their marriage. So they got to go. Well, I hope when their world record then someday. Right. And four years from now on our podcast, Tara's going to have a world <laughs> record story. <laughs> well, I have a, a story about uh, people being married today, too. Oh, cool. Uh, it's also sort of a leftover Christmas story. A Florida couple is gifted their missing engagement ring after it was flushed on a toilet years ago. Twenty-one years, wasn't it? A Florida couple opened a gift of the past on Christmas morning after it was their engagement ring, which is missing. Oh, I can't talk. <laughs> their engagement ring had been missing for over 20 years. It was found in the uh, funniest spot only a few days before. Um, Nick and Shannon Day were unwrapping presents on December 25th when they couldn't believe their eyes. The ring they thought was gone forever was suddenly back in their hands. Uh, uh, she had told news reporters that she was a newlywed when she accidentally flushed a ring down her uh, in-law's toilet. Uh, I had taken my ring off. It was sitting on the counter. So when I sopped up the water, 
I guess I didn't pay attention very well, snagged my ring in the process and tossed it into the toilet and flushed it, she said. Now, she must have had to really go if she had that much water to slap around. <laughs> might have been when she was washing her hands, you know. She probably just, she was washing her hands. If I had, I don't the, know why you'd take the ring off washing her hands. It seems like you left it on. Yeah, well, hey, people. What do I know? <laughs> people do. I mean, they want to, you know, not get their ring all whatever messed up. So, I guess people do. I don't have not done that much myself, but but yeah, she had cleaned off a wet sink and she uh, just tossed it inadvertently down to the toilet. Uh, understandably frantic she says that she climbed down into the septic tank <laughs> um, with a hose to suck everything out but <laughs> she did that she pumped it through another hose through a window screen and into a 55 gallon drum in the hopes of catching lost ring sounds like Terry and a certain dishers <laughs> tooth story oh yeah different uh, uh, after all the effort, the ring was nowhere to be found until last week when her parents, or his, you know, his parents, had to replace her toilet. The ring fell out when the plumber lifted the toilet from the ground. I mean, floor maybe? Leave <laughs> a toilet on the ground <laughs> uh, and dumped the excess water uh, out. Um, so, and then the ring just fell out. It's like. Uh, Nick's parents took the ring, wrapped it up in a miniature ceramic toilet, and gifted it back to the couple Christmas morning. Oh, they got a little funny. toilet and they, it's a gift. And look inside. <laughs> it's a yeah. gold circular poop. <laughs> <laughs> but they, of course, were happy to see it. Uh, they Everyone cared enough to, to keep the secret uh, that they actually didn't, you know, let that let on a surprise to them. Uh, but the ring was broken, but the diamond was still intact. Hmm. After a cleaning, the ring is reported to be shining just as brightly as it did 20 years ago. And you know and what? Though she she didn't have to put it in her mouth like Terry did his tooth. <laughs> but. Uh, it, he goes on a little bit more with their reactions there. But, you know, being, if it's a gold ring, it is repairable. I mean, like I gotta do is have somebody, you know, a jeweler, you know, reconnect the broken bits. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, a weird place to lose a ring. <laughs> yeah. It could have been these couple. Um, <laughs> In this story, it's a world record story. There was a couple, man and wife, who um, met each other at a competitive food eating contest. You eat that food so nicely, I want to marry you. <laughs> and uh, you have that pie all over your face, like a, it's so sexy. Food and went poop and lost her ring. <laughs> uh -oh. uh. Um, a, a uh, what's it called? Um, as a little, little a story similar to it. There you go. Yeah. For the couple, they are anywhere they go, they usually run in third and fourth place. 
and she, the woman, she can. Uh, I, I just love that I keep specifying. Married couple, man and woman, she, yeah. the woman. Although <laughs> these, these days you have to specify that because you never can tell what a woman is anymore. <laughs> Speed down a minute. Um, they were they were in competitive eating and hot dogs and burritos. <laughs> oh. And so they slipped a ring over the hot dog with this ring. I had you had. <laughs> And so when Mickey Sue is her name, she ate an entire burrito in 31 seconds. Hmm. I could eat one faster than that, probably, but depends on how big it is. Yeah, they cooked. Um, <laughs> uh, you could just about swallow one, I guess. In the same day, she broke the record for the most hot dogs eaten. In one minute, downing oh, hot dogs, six hot dogs in one minute. I would assume that's the bun and everything because hmm. they don't. Now, do I have a grandkid who could probably give her a run for the money on that one because he just loves <laughs> hot dogs. Yeah. It's like, I guess, you know, when they do that though. I guess it's like the bare minimum of toppings on it, you know, but so. Yeah, probably just, just a stripe of ketchup and mustard. It might just be the hot dog itself. I don't know. Yeah, because that bun would take up more space. So it seems like people would want to yeah. just eat the hot dog. I just wonder. I I, I, I assume they have to chew. <laughs> they can just put it in the swallow. Yeah. It. Bite, bite, swallow, bite, bite, swallow. Yeah. And uh, Nicholas, her husband, was only able to eat three hot dogs in a minute. How many did you say she ate? Did it say six? Six. Six. They were twice as many. They were known as the hungry couple. They met four years ago while preparing for a competitive eating contest. They met at the gym and said, Ooh, I like your burrito. Ooh, I like your hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) That. Wow. And So I wonder if they went to a lot of water Creek, they would probably get a full blown meal and say, is this all we get? <laughs> they had a daughter, but I don't think they named her Lennon or anything like that. I wonder when they're at a restaurant, if they race each other to see who can get done first. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? Go. <laughs> Lose your pays the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you go ahead, Keith, because your story you just did was what I had for my second story. So you. Oh, was it? Skip me. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. Well, I only have one more story anyway. And uh, it's uh, one of us I've seen on Fox News just in the last day or two, you know, being New Year's, uh, New Year's baby, whatever. Uh, Baby names that are reportedly banned in America. Uh What to know? Uh, State governments. Um, prohibit certain baby names and spellings from prohib- uh, appearing on birth certificates. Um, millions of babies are born in the U.S. each year, but certain names or naming conventions are banned by state governments. Uh, Tesla CEO 
Elon Musk and his fiance, whatever her name is, Grimes, found this out when they tried to name their firstborn uh, X Aliticature, whatever the heck that is. Uh, it, it basically, it's XII, the number 12. They couldn't oh. name they, they, they because it uses that, used a symbol, X and a symbol. So they had to rename their, their baby XII. Oh. <laughs> I did hear somebody was naming their kids something strange like that, but I forgot who it was. Uh, yeah. Now, the Roman numeral XII is acceptable through California state law, so they were able to name their child XII 12. I wonder if they call him 12. <laughs> no. I don't know the, know them that well to figure that one out. We're going to have to find uh, out. Somebody but call other, <laughs> yeah, other names uh, in the Golden State include restricting names to 26 characters in the English alphabet. <laughs> wow. If your name is 27 <laughs> characters, can't have it. Not your name. I have some comments about that a little bit, but uh, <laughs> there is a ban on pictographs, emojis, and obscure derogatory names. So you can't name your kid Smiling Pilot Pooh <laughs> or Monkey with the Hands Over His Eyes. Can't use that. Dang, uh, no emojis but, in your kid's name. My friend has a comma oh. in her name. Oh, her friend has a comma in her name. What's your? Well, you can't say your friend's name. Well, it, de it depends on the state because not there's not all states have the ban. It's just certain states uh, have that. Some states do allow punctuations and spaces. Other states do not. I think um, I have a niece that had named but her daughter's states, a middle name, but it's um, Olin. O apostrophe L Y N. So the states have reserved the right to have the ban because they are the one who issue birth certificates and that falls under a state jurisdiction. Um, and um, it goes on, here are five states in America that are said to have name restrictions. Uh, let's see, Georgia, uh, you, it only prohibits the use of symbols, including accents so you, you you can't use an accent like if your child's name is renee put a, a little french accent over the second oh you i can't. thought you meant like a southern accent <laughs> yeah. you can't you, you can't name your baby a, a southern accent in georgia not gonna happen we already have our own name accent, you very much. <laughs> new york um new yorkers are given a 30 character limit for first and middle names and a 40 character limit for last names. But they also have a uh, ban on numbers and symbols and names. In Ohio, uh, you are prohibited from using numbers in a name, but you can have apostrophe, hyphen, and um, apostrophe, and spaces in a name. So you can name your child. Mary Space K, and that's legal in Ohio. <laughs> uh, but then in Texas, uh, Texas have a 100 character limit on first oh and last names because everything's big in Texas. <laughs> but each name must only be written in the English alphabet. Um, in Virginia, 
you cannot use numbers, symbols, special characters, including umlauts and and um, tildes in a name. Um, let's see. And I think it goes on a little bit more, but I wanted to end with this. It had like the, the character limit, like, you know, uh, 25, 30, 40, 100. I'd looked up on the internet, what is the longest English word? And according to Wikipedia, I'm not even going to bother because it's like 10,000 characters long. Oh, my. <laughs> but it says it's dubious because it has, uh, it, it pertains to like a, a chemistry thing or something. And That's one of my red words today. <laughs> and then the next thing, the next longest word was uh, like a, th uh, I want to say a thousand or 4,000 characters long. And it also was dubious because it had something to do with a lot of, you know, Greek uh, language stuff, whatever. But anyway, it, it gets down to actual words. They're legitimate words. They appear in the dictionary and they're in somewhat of a common use. And the two longest words in English language are, if I can pronounce this right, anti-disestablishmentarianism. I've heard that word before, but I couldn't tell you right now. And the other word is supercalifragilistic espialidocious. I've heard that word. Yeah. yeah I wonder though if you searched it, for But they're only like what? about 35 characters. Yeah. And even, uh, I think the one stat had a limit of 25, but in Texas or the state where it had a 40 character limit, you could actually name your child that <laughs> if you wanted to, because they would fit the the, number, the letter count. Yeah. Yeah. But whenever That's it gets to English words, I mean, those are the two longest ones that fit the, the criteria of being actual words. Now, I can't imagine someone having a name that long. I, I just don't know. So, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Long yeah, baby. I wonder, though, with names, if you could search for, like, the longest name, because the longest name I know is one that when my kids were pregnant, I would send them funny names, you know, name your baby this, name your baby that, and I'd go through each letter of the alphabet, and one of the names when I got to Q was Quitzichittle. And oh. I thought it was funny. I had to have somebody spell it to me. And I put it in my phone. And when my got daughter got it, she told her husband, she's like, look at this name my mom sent me. He quits a channel. He goes, oh, well, she's a Mayan goddess. He knew all about this person. And I was like, huh. I never heard that name before. And I oh, so it was... sounded like Mayan or something. or uh... mm -hmm. It was a Mayan goddess Incan. or Mayan princess or something. And... Well, well, Mayan is South America and Incan is South America. Yeah. But that's the longest name I know, Quetzalcoatl, and I couldn't even spell it for you right now because it's been too many years. <laughs> yeah, I think in the Bible, the longest name that I, I, I may be mistaken, but it's like Mayor Shalal Hashbaz or something like that. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's one of those obscure Hebrew names. Right. Uh, yeah. Names not to name your baby. Right. <laughs> Unless you want to get them beaten up at school. <laughs> <laughs> or 
York teachers say, don't you have a nickname? Yeah. <laughs> please, please say yes, please. <laughs> My little grandson that's four, his name's Maverick, and he's having a hard time learning. He can spell it, but writing the letters, why does my name have to be so long, he asked his mom. <laughs> yeah. So many letters. He could have been Bob or Sam. <laughs> Just rename him with an emoji. Yes. <laughs> Cut it in half. He could either be Mav or he could be Rick. They call him Mav sometimes, but that's shorter than AV. In learning, of course, they want him to learn all of the letters. You have to even. I don't know if Jill saw it or might have it, but no, I, I, I just had the two, and Keith did one of them. So did you do the kitty cat one? The I, first I... story that was there, where he's stuck in a swampy no something or other. I was t- talking with Keith last night. You know, we've had Pez dispensers when we were kids, you know, and mm-hmm. you flip the little head back and Pez pops out. and You could put about, I don't know, eight or ten Pez's inside of it. But in Charleston, South Carolina, a cat named Jul- Juliet. Oh, I did hmm, see that one. They took it to the vet and it had... They did. They saw it had an enlarged stomach. They did an X-ray, and it had swallowed thirty-eight hair ties. Hair ties. Yeah, I was gonna do that one, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I seen that though. Now Pez dispensers is one thing, but now hair ties. I don't know. Just I don't know. Just the rock the head back. Where'd my my hair tie go from my ponytail? Where'd kitty kitty? <laughs> I don't know if they. I don't know if it, they went it through the, the the top, the bottom, or the middle to get them out. But uh, <laughs> there was a blockage in their intestines. I think it said, and they had to get it out. <laughs> well, that would go from the bottom then. <laughs> <laughs> that kitty cat might have got a real quick enema. <laughs> he might have had a complete roto rooter from top to bottom. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> count with the count. <laughs> <laughs> Count them hair ties. Set of yeah. hair balls over hair ties. Yeah. In her tummy. Well, that's why it swallowed the hair ties that tie up all those hair balls that were in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're starting to float around too much. Anyway, into that story somehow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, well, that's crazy. Me and Jill's all storied out. So if you want to do a bonus one or. Sure, I got a bonus one. I we'd talked about before, but let me go to my bookmark. To there's a Iranian man, Iranian, Iranian man. Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's dubbed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the shortest man, standing at a whopping two feet and six inches. Wow. Or at least I think the six inches is downwards. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, 1.6 inches. I thought he was two foot 1.6. Two foot and 1.6 inches tall. Wow. Right. There's toddlers who are bigger than he is. Right. He uh, was uh, looking for. 
he's only 20 years old at the time. And I think he's looking for a date with Barbie or something. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's looking for the remake of The Wizard of Oz and all those munchkins. <laughs> They're even taller than him, I bet. Yeah. He's not very tall at well, all. If he's only 20 years old, you know, men can grow until they're about, I think, 24 or 26. So he might get a little more height on him by then. He's going to have a cruel look at him now. He's six foot three. When he was born, he weighed 1.5 pounds. Oh, wow. That's a tiny little thing. That's a puppy. He's a preemie. Oh, and now he weighs 14 pounds. Wow. <laughs> like a bowling ball. And. Wow. <laughs> he says he might fit into palm in the hands of the tallest man. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> well, wow. Didn't you say he was looking for a part in a movie or something? He he can't find he can't find a job anywhere. He can't find employment. He's hoping that his newfound uh, fame well, net him some profit or something. I guess. He could join the circus, be the he, shortest he, man. he could hook up with those guys who have filmed The Chosen and become Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, yeah. the wee little man. Yeah, he was a wee little man. And the wee little man was he. He climbed up in a second tree. <laughs> to keep going. Well, the Lord, he wanted to see. <laughs> I don't remember the next slide. Oh, and as the Savior passed that way. He looked up in the sky. And he said... Zacchaeus, you come down. Because I'm going to your house today. Okay. Bible time's over. <laughs> yeah. What's next? Word, wacky words? I never heard anything so ignorant. I see. Okay, shoot. Yeah, word, word time. And we're doing words that have to do with birds today. I think Carson should guess these. Huh? I think Carson should guess these. She may come back. She left for a little bit. I don't know she got hungry. Oh. Had to go to the bathroom. She's, she went to go lose her wedding ring. Yeah. <laughs> Our first word is canard. Everybody shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know that. I know what it is. C-A-N-A-R-D. Canard. Is that little thing in the front of an old-fashioned airplane, like the Wright brothers had a canard on the front of the airplane. Oh. Uh, the, uh, the, there, is, there is a thing, like the, the, the name for that, I think it's canard, but I'm probably mistaken. <laughs> probably. <laughs> because we always are. That's the point it's of the game. I don't understand how these words come from birds. I'm thinking birds tweet and chirp and make all them kind bird. of sounds. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. Um, well, that would be really the bird if it was attached to an airplane. Yeah. It's, not, it's not an airplane feature, you're saying. What it, right. Canard? Is that yeah. canard? Canard. You got a ro roast in your boiled canard or something like that. It's a figure of speech. But I don't know what it means. <laughs> canard. I don't know what a canard is. Well, it's somebody well, who's kind of all retarded. <laughs> oh. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up the 
this word actually means a false or un uh dang it a false or ungrounded report but that's a lie french, yes in french it means duck <laughs> i don't know so i guess that's like, how it comes like but goose like, duck duck goose yeah canard <laughs> canard goose it means duck he's throwing something <laughs> canard our next word is auspicious Auspicious. How delicious to be auspicious. Yes, I was just, just going to say, do you may spell it or do you already have an idea? I, I, I could probably spell it, but I don't know what it means. I think it's A-U-S-P-I-C-E-S or something like that. Auspicious. Auspicious. But um, I don't know. Um, wow. Something that appears better than it is. I don't know. Oh. How auspicious of you. You can eat all the Any ideas, dogs. Terry? I keep waiting. <laughs> thinking Terry might throw something out, but I think he's. I like the auspicious way to eat those burritos. <laughs> that tastes like canard. <laughs> well, it, this, this word here, it means. If you ask me what I think, this is what I say. The bees upon the birds, the birds upon the bees, and I don't care anyway. I know where Promising I success. Or favorable review. A what? Or favorable? A favorable review. Oh. Okay, yeah. I, was, I was maybe on the right track. Yeah, Not kind the hot of, dogs but... and burritos. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, back on the other one on the canard. Yeah. I almost heard that with the canids and the canards. You know, the, <laughs> them canids. They like the canard at you. <laughs> You know, they were canids, Venetius canids in the great glass elevator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our next word is Paul Troon. P O L T R O O N. Paul Troon. Paul Troon. It's where politicians use the restroom. <laughs> the politicians used the poltroon. <laughs> My friend Paul, he bought a saloon and he named it Paul Pauloon. Paul Troon. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the spit tune for the dial. The saloon has a Paul tune that you spit in. Yeah, the one of those things. Cuspidors, what I was thinking of, is a spit tune. Not... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know it has something to do with a, a negative thing. It sounds like an old 1800s type of a word. Um, poultry. I didn't go into recording a whole lot about each word. I just have the definition. So I mean, pol like poultry, maybe something about poultries. The chicken inspector. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a chicken inspector. Long underwear you used to wear. I don't know. You guys actually are kind of close here. It actually means Paul's uh, underwear. Oh. A spirit, spiritless coward. Yeah. So a, a chicken is a coward. <laughs> well, I was right. See, uh, it's poultry. Yeah. Yes, yeah, poultry, chicken. <laughs> chicken ghost riders in the sky. Her next word is volatile. If you can't ride. 
V-O-L-A-T-I-A-L. Volatile. I wonder what it means. Volatile? Volatile? Volatile. Well, vol- volatile is like this explosive, something that's volatile, but that doesn't sound like a, a, a bird word. Yeah. An exploding bird. <laughs> this one is telling me it's got two meanings, but I don't think you guys have guessed either one. <laughs> it's an exploding bird. <laughs> exploding bird. <laughs> yeah. He, he drank all the nitroglycerin and then he shot him and exploded. <laughs> You know, in a way, you kind of got it right, because this one here says... And the only time that he touches the ground is when that little is when that little is when that little dies. To change an unexpected... To change in quick or unexpected changes. So if you blow up something, that's changing quickly. Changing quickly <laughs> and unexpected. I didn't expect a bird to blow up. <laughs> in a way, you got it right there, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> don't know how it's related to a bird, but we'll take it. Yeah. I don't know how any of these are related to birds. I don't. I just got it in an email, and I was like, Well, canard means duck. Yeah. <laughs> And poltroon, I guess, chicken. Um, I don't know about their other ones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Our next word here is cajole. Maybe you flunk that class, and maybe now you find that people mock you on C A J O L E, cajole. Yeah, I've heard that. You were like ridiculing somebody. It's in front uh, of them. When uh, the... keep guessing. <laughs> it's that gooey stuff that's on spam. It congeals. Yeah. It <laughs> it's blood. Blood. It's if you live in Louisiana and you're a Cajun, you get married to a cajole because they're the opposite. You know. Oh. One's a man, one's a woman, Cajun and a cajole. <laughs> I'm sticking with that. I like that answer. <laughs> Although it's totally wrong. <laughs> this means... A little boy told me that loved me. To talk to somebody into doing something by using sweet words. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, to I them into. It's not exactly a ridicule, but yeah, you're, yeah, you're like you're shaming. Well, not, not even shaming them because you're trying to sweet talk them into it. Yeah, uh, baby. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Uh, <laughs> I don't know them big words. Now, this next word is musket, and I didn't understand why. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. In the world, this is a bird word. Because you guys know what a musket is. M-U-S-K-E-T. A musket? (laughs) Musket, like a rifle? Yeah. Yeah. 
You go bird hunting with a rifle. It's, it's, yeah. your, it's your musket, your bird shooting rifle. <laughs> right. Well, we talked about it one other time when it was one of my words, how the, the pellets or the bullets would come out and scatter. It's an old-fashioned shotgun. <laughs> and that's how bird, birds fly in that way. But it also, and you know how the one word meant a duck. This word means... Goose. I believe this little bird told me I was falling. Really falling. Falling for no one but you. No one but you. A male sparrow hawk. Sparrow. A feral means a wild, a male wild hawk. Yeah. So that's what wow. that means. There, there's actually a specific one. name for that. Yeah. <laughs> so if a male feral hawk is a musket then what's a female feral hawk a hersket <laughs> yeah i guess a mesquite a musket and a mesquite but it did say too as you know birds fly in most of them i thought fly flew in the v formation but i did i do remember from recording it that it said birds fly scatteredly and that's how the bullets come out so they scatter and i was like what that don't make nah, sense well to you know ducks and geese fly in a v formation but other birds don't necessarily fly that way oh uh, i thought most birds did so i that would kind of confuse me when it said the bullets I mean, come out it, like birds <clears throat> fly and i was like because some people will hunt with a dog like scare up the, the partridges or something and then when the dog jumps into the bush the, the birds just and they fly off in different oh, directions yeah. you know so that's, wow. that's you know, different okay. Strufius is our next word. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. And it's spelled S-T-R-U-T-H-I-O-U-S. Struthius. Struthius is S T R U. Struthius. Struthen. Wow, that's a bird word, huh? Yeah. It's the actual name of the wishbone. I want the Struthius. <laughs> you got the Struthius, Mom. These are all bird words. Yeah, saying? but like, they're, they're, they're bird related. Huh. I don't see how, how most of them are, but I don't either. <laughs> I guess bonus, bonus points if you can figure out how. <laughs> well the one of course the canard is a duck and the other was a bird but the rest of them i i don't yeah the one about chicken the one about duck some of these uh, i really don't even the meanings doesn't now this one does have to do with birds strut strut they strut it's like when they walk around the barnyard the roosters will strut so this is uh about roosters <laughs> A bigger bird. <laughs> this is about a bigger bird than a rooster. Don't give any bird. clues. Um, <laughs> uh, a peacock. Big bird. Yeah, a big bird. <laughs> this word. Well, me and my girl went out the other night down Lover's Lane. We were walking. She said, I. Child, do you love me? 
is a bluebird blue. It's a, it has to do with ostriches and the way oh. they ignore things by sticking their head in the in the dirt or in the sand or. Yeah, which I think is a a myth about them, but sure. Yeah, they don't really bury but, their heads. That say but they are kind of goofy birds. They are forgetful. Um, I don't know, but they'll put the head in the sand is not really a true thing, but. It's just like ignoring something that need, needs attention, it says, too. So, I mean, it's just like ostriches will just ignore things, evidently. That... Ignoring things that need attention. Like the siren's going off right now, testing the, <laughs> the emergency system. Is uh, it that time? <laughs> yeah, they're going off here. Oh, yeah, they're pretty hear. quiet because we live far away from the sirens now. That's because you're way far away from Illinois. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Our next word is halcyant. H-A-L-C-Y-O-N Halcyon Halcyon, the halcyon days of summer I don't know what that means but that's the phrase you hear it sometimes I guess it means the hot days of summer um, uh, I know. Uh, is it like inert gas they put in the street lights? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you can stay out to the street lights, come on, those, those days in the summer. Um, those halogen lights, I think. You're oh, halogen, this. yeah. Dang it. Halcyon. Not halcyon. I get some new halcyon headlights for my car. <laughs> it's like calcium, but with an H. Boom. Dicky bird whispered, haven't you heard? Spring is here, spring is here, spring is here. This word means calm or peaceful, like a, long, a calm lake. What about a lake? Like a calm lake, how it's nice a and peaceful. A calm lake. So it's, the halcyon days of summer or the calm days the of calm summer. calm days of summer, maybe. Not whenever I was a kid. <laughs> peaceful and we're always doing stuff in the summer and the next swimming, one is, hiking find all kinds of trouble to be in hey now that might do it birds because the ducks would like to land on that kind of lake i'm sure nice and peaceful and the gooses yeah. but our next one is pica p-i-c-a did you know birds knew how to type with the pica? <laughs> yeah, the, the pica font on your typewriter. Yeah. It's only 10 characters apart or 10 characters to an inch. <laughs> As opposed to elite, which is 12 characters per inch. It's small like a hummingbird. Okay. It's, a, it's a very small unit of measure like nano and micro. It's pica is the next one down. Oh, well. The meaning that I got here said, Little bird told me we'd be happy. Oh, so happy. And I believe that it's true. Pica is a word that's a condition that makes you want to eat things that aren't food, such as rocks, dirt, and soil. Oh, wow. So little kids are just pica all the time, huh? Mm -hmm. But this also says in Latin, pica means magpie. Magpies is like a crow. To eat unusual things. 
non-food so items. Yes. Wow. You know, that's where the boogers come in. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Stop biting your toenails there, kid. Our last word is Poppin' J. Like I could care less. P-O-P-I-N-J-A-Y. It's blue flavored Pop Tarts. <laughs> or or blue, blue J flavored Pop Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> Put them blue J's right in there. Like four and 20 blackbirds baked in the pie. You got about a half of a blue, blue J baked in a Pop Tart. You guys, I think you actually guessed this with a different word. You were Did saying I, some, something about a rooster. Oh, that's has to do with a rooster. Well, you were saying in one of my other words that we just did. You it said the rooster to do with the rooster. The rooster struts around, around. The barnyard. Wow, the strutting like rooster. I was a Papa and Jay. All right. Well, anybody that struts around like a show off. And you and I fell in love and replied. On hearing the Dickie Birds news. Ah, strutting around like a rooster. Papa J. So if you're strutting around like you're uh, John Travolta. Uh, yeah, all that, then you're a Papa J. Yeah. Or, or the guy from uh, Rolling Stones. Yeah. <laughs> Big Jagger. <laughs> Big Jagger used to be a Papa J up on the stage strutting around. Yeah. That's what they do for the show. But that's my 10 words for today, so. Go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. those words this week, and we'll go on the series top 10. Really you can fun. use them in the, in the everyday conversation. Make yeah. sure you record yourself <laughs> doing it and send it to us. <laughs> I have been using tohu bohu this week. That was the word for total chaos. <laughs> Oh, you got a bunch of kids around. It is. Tohu bohu. Well, since we're all done with that, I guess it is time to turn over things to Terry. And it's top 10. I tell you what, look, old man, if you're not doing anything right now, come on over and I'll tell you more about it. I wasn't sure it was dignified. Top 10. Yeah. I got five of them, but my thing said do number two. So ah, do yeah. number two. So that's that's where you went while ago. <laughs> um, this one kind of goes along with something Keith did in his new story. Apparently, number two here. This is uh, top ten weird laws and why they were passed. Um, number one, it's an, it's illegal to wear a top hat in public in the UK. Oh, and why would that be? On January 16th, 1797, John Hetherington wore upon his head a top hat, which scared people. (laughs) 
They'd never see scary that. man with a stove pipe on his head. But that's better. They were almost caused a riot. And the king said, We will not have this. And we made a law that you cannot wear a top hat. They just wore derby hats over there, I guess, huh? Just squish it down so it's not so tall. <laughs> they, they, they wore those uh, Sherlock Holmes Deerstalker hats mm-hmm. over there. What are they called? Yeah. Let's see. And, uh, <laughs> let's see. Number nine. It is illegal for a moose to enter a saloon by the sidewalk. Well, I think that's I'll, used the back door. <laughs> I'll tell Chris about that. He'll be upset. In Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, yeah. well, if he ever goes to Alaska. <laughs> and the, in the early 20th century, a bar owner would get his pet moose intoxicated, and the moose would run around and cause a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> So now when a moose comes in, they just point to the store and say, look at the sign there, moose. <laughs> you can't come in here. We don't serve your kind here. And so the moose would get his moose drunk at home. <laughs> you can't you can't get him you can't bring the moose into the bar. You gotta get your moose on. Some of the doggy alarms are going off. Um, number eight. got to bang it just a second it is illegal to enter parliament wearing full armor and weapons oh come on <laughs> that'd be so cool to hear somebody marching with a full armor and a weapon oh. <laughs> pull their sword out got the, sh- the shield and everything on october 30th of the year 1313 <laughs> the king edward the second uh, pass a law and it's still in effect today and it includes a chamber that you can go into first to hang up all your swords and armor <laughs> no more jousting we've had enough of that and you have to hang up your bulletproof vests too <laughs> your co- instead of a coat room it's an armor room <laughs> yeah that's... weapon room or something then then number swords okay number seven here we go um it is illegal to die in town limits oh what town (laughs) in italy it's uh Illegal to die in city limits in Italy, France, Spain, Norway. Different towns in those countries have cemeteries that are full. And so you have to, you can't be buried. You can die in town. Oh, oh, say they had their hospitals out in the woods or something. (laughs) (laughs) 
You can you can die you can't here. Die here. Leave now. <laughs> <coughs> you die in my town, I'll kill you. <laughs> We're gonna take you out in the back and put you in a, a cemetery. Uh, yeah, it's not like you can pick and choose where you're gonna die at. It just happens. Yeah, walking down the road, say falls on your head. <laughs> Walk across the yeah. car door. Piano falls on your head. <laughs> In Argentina, oh wait, number six. It is illegal to use cell phones in banks hmm. in Argentina, Brazil, and the Philippines. Okie dokie. Criminals would watch people going to the counter, withdrawing big sums of money use their cell phones to call their buddies outside to rob them. Ah. Rob the guy a picture. with the yellow shirt. That's yeah. like you step a picture when you see this guy come out and get him. Hmm. Wow. And number five. It's illegal to use cell phones in Green Bank West Virginia in the whole town because cell phones, Wi-Fi, radios, microwaves are all banned there because it is the home of the uh, the, the NRAO telescope. Oh. It receives radio wave communications from ET and far, far away. And Yoda, yeah. Yeah, and Yoda and Hans Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> All those guys. Yeah, so I guess it interferes with the signal there, huh? Hmm. Oh, it didn't say what the what the radius is of that town though for that stuff, but seems like it'd be a really small town because people have got used to using their microwaves and the band cell phones. Nineteen fifty eight there's been a band there. Well, they didn't have that stuff back then. How did they know? <laughs> well, they had certain things that ran off radio waves. I mean, I mean, radio TV broadcasts. I mean, microwave technology was around then, but it didn't have a lot of use for hmm. commercial use. And number four. is it is illegal for women to drive <laughs> okay how sexist of you In yes saudi, i won't drive where's that at <laughs> saudi arabia oh, oh well, yeah that, no, that would make sense <laughs> it's against the law until 2018 they never formally banned him from driving they just weren't allowed to get a license. It was just socially unacceptable, I guess, huh? They couldn't go out in public without being fully covered, and they always had to have a male. They'd be fully covered if they were in a car. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, and then, uh, come on. Um, num number. Oh, 
they didn't want them to drive because they didn't really have windshields and then it would blow their little scarfs off their face and everybody uh, <laughs> you can see their faces to their windshield maybe they could drive a camel instead of a cart yeah there we go uh, number three Is it was illegal to eat swans in the UK? Oh, Kentucky Fried Swans. <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal to capture them, kill them, eat them in the huh. UK. <laughs> it's an endangered species, thanks to the royal family <laughs> for eating all the swans. They, Those they little swan them. eaters. In 1981, they passed that law because. The only people that could afford to or eat them or were allowed to eat them was the royal family. I wonder if they had bigger chicken wings. Yeah. Everybody likes wings. Yeah. And those aren't buffalo wings. Those are mastodon wings. <laughs> and in in fourteen in fourteen eighty two, before Columbus sailed the ocean blue. In 1482, they made it way back then where only the royal family could could eat the swans. Right. Here uh, in 1981, they passed where I think nobody's supposed to eat them. Um, well, if I find any swans, I'm going to eat one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this one. Number two. It is illegal to freely serve ketchup in schools in France. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. Ketchup and in France. What do they put on their French fries? In 2011, <laughs> they put the law in effect because they could not access freely ketchup, mayonnaise, they can have a proportional size for their fries, but they cannot have extra ketchup oh. or extra sauce. They can't. They can't overindulge in the amount. Just right. little squirt for you. A little squirt <laughs> for you. Right. And hmm. by giving them, you know, like you got the packets and stuff. Say, here's one, two, a packet for your of ketchup, uh, packet of mustard, packet of mayo. That's all you get. You know. Yeah. That's well, I have 10 to my family. Sorry. Like it. <laughs> yeah, but this means in school, like in high school and grade school stuff, but everybody. Uh, number It is illegal to play online video games between midnight and 6 a.m. in South Korea. It should be illegal here. <laughs> we got kids who stay up all night long playing video games. Wow. That's in South Korea, so we don't have nothing to worry about. But, <laughs> wow. but that should be illegal here because it, it comes bedtime. It's like, go to bed. Okay, we will. 
three hours later, you're you know, stomping around and people are shouting at the video game. They like, can. Bad. Who was up last night at three o'clock? Wasn't me. Like somebody was. They can, was. <laughs> they can play offline, but they just can't play them online between those hours. Yeah. Because I guess Keith's, Keith's house is now South Korea. Yeah, we, we are now a new property of South Korea. I, <laughs> I am seceding from the union. You can, you can uh, get us all some Kias, you know. Yeah. Those are in Korea, the Kia. Kia. <laughs> <laughs> that all your top 10 was that the number yeah. one yeah. i thought this was really the other one i got another one that's funnier than that one that one well that's that's all right. week. Yeah. i can't believe it it's amazing well, it might be a mistake all right might even get us in trouble but i'm gonna do it anyway you are about to listen to an episode of the retro radio podcast home of the retrobots i'm david i'm kelly the Retro Radio Podcast presents family-friendly entertainment in the form of classic old radio shows. It's the place where old tech meets new tech and likes it. I'm your host, Keith, and you can visit the podcast on the webpage at retro-otr.com. While you're there, you can like us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, you can comment on any of the show notes, or drop us an email. We'd love to hear from you. I think it's very good for the children. It teaches them poise and the social graces. I'm looking for a man. I've got to have a man. I must have a man. I tell you, I must have a man. Well, now then, it's time to move on to our anchor topic. Moving right along for until it has to get up and go on us. as I recall, the anchor topic on the schedule is low vision, uh, which, what do we know about that? Uh, however, I do have a substitute topic that might fit that a little bit. Uh, and that topic would be something I've heard lately on another podcast called Blind Abilities. Uh, it's two words if someone wants to look it up, Blind Ability. Uh, and they've been running a seven-episode inst- uh, program of exercising for blind oh, people. Oh, yeah, I need that one. Being in a new year, um, I, I don't have their entire seven um, installments in front of me, but it has to do with basically doing core exercises and things that will improve your your. Uh, stability and core yeah. strength oh, cool. and uh in part it's about stretching exercises uh doing uh squats uh which means you essentially you stand behind a chair or, or next to a dresser or something you can hang on to and you just bend at the knee until what i have done whatever i've done those is i'll uh, stand behind a chair and Bend my knee until it touches the back of the chair. You don't have to squat all the way down. Just do a partial squat. Hmm. And then uh, you do 
you know, a, a few of those. Now, I, I think the ultimate goal is to be able to do squats where once you can build up some strength that way is you turn a chair around and then you practice uh, squatting by sitting into the chair without touching the arms or table or support. And then you stand up from the chair. Uh, so you do whenever you ad advance your strength to do that. And then, of course, try to do it without the chair. Uh, and, of course, uh, that builds up huge, large uh, muscle groups in your body. And uh, along with the stretching exercises, another one that they've talked about is walking, just plain old going out for a walk. Uh, I think the recent one that they talked about was called safe spaces. And this is where the low vision might come into play is the lady who they're, they're talking to says that she, you, you can get a yoga mat, which I don't know what a yoga mat is <laughs> other than it's I'm going to find out. Megan's got one here, but I haven't ever asked her to show uh, it to me. They're relatively thin. I don't know how, how big they are, like, you know, so I'm many sure. feet That's wide true. by so, so many feet long. But they're like big enough. Exercise huh? mats that roll it's out. just an exercise mat. They, they're they thin, so they roll up. The yoga mats so they can charge more money for it. <laughs> um, but the purpose behind the mat is, if, especially if you get a contrasting color to your floor, somebody <laughs> who has low vision, you can see the mat. So while you're exercising, you can stay on your mat. Uh, and if you're, even if you're not, uh, or if you don't have any vision, the fact that you know uh, where the mat is and, and where you are on it, uh, when you're swinging your arms out, you're not going to crack an elbow on the table leg or something, because you know it, the safe space is. You know, if the mat fits, then you you'll have room to do your exercising and whatever. Hmm. Um, and. I went huh? downstairs in my basement to that new concrete room. Right. You can do jumping jacks downstairs. The ceiling. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, another thing with the safe space, as the lady was talking about, is doing things like with aromatherapy, where you get like a little uh, thing to dispense, you know, essential oil into the air to give you, a, you know, a pleasant experience. Uh, like a humidifier or something? That yeah, it's kind of like a humidifier. It's a diffuser is what you called it. A oh, diffuser. Okay. Uh, but it's kind of like a humidifier. It kind of you know vaporizes the the fragrant oils. It gives you that. And plus, the lighting she was talking about, if you're exercising in the morning, you want to be you know getting up and at them, you know, wound up. So you use bright lights to help you get in a woken up mood. If you exercise in the evening, she recommends using dimmer lights because you're you're not exercising to boost your energy. You're exercising just to kind of loosen up and relax and wind down. So, so those things, the lighting and the mat thing, is what brings us to the, the you know, low vision low element. Vision, yeah. And there's another, the final episode was released this morning. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Huh. I know I used to exercise or try to, and it's weird because it would make me tired. And after I exercise, then I would just lay and take a little nap and get up and I'd feel all refreshed. But mm -hmm. I don't know if it took so much, you know, just so much energy, just the stretching and moving. And 
I'm right. Not, I, it, and it would. I mean, it, the moving would probably be taxing on your energy. Uh, but the more you do it, the more it's going to build your strength and the less tired you'll be. Ah. Um, but the, 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 the purpose of this short series is to help build uh, core strength and, and your balance, basically. Um, it's not meant to like, you know, send you off on the next uh, Mr. Universe competition or anything. And, and every episode comes with a warning. Check with your doctor, especially if you have heart problems, diabetes, or any other medical issues. My wife being, being blind, even I mean, we lose our balance sometimes when the ground is uneven. Uh, or my wife just has to look at me, and I lose my balance. <laughs> but yeah, it's if if you can find blind abilities and you can find this seven part exercise series, definitely worth the listen. To very short episodes, like I think twelve or fifteen minutes each, so it's not not super long, and they each cover an important area. And it's all low impact, easy to do. Uh, so that's my mm-hmm. anchor topic of the week. Good. Yeah. Um, now it's time for emails. Do we have any? We do have an email. Yeah. Um, I think our friend Roger wants to Jill to say hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Here's a shout out to you, buddy. I miss you. Hope you're at the next meeting Thursday. Well, you might not get this before then. <laughs> it, if it all goes well, it might be ready. Who knows? Yeah. Um, oh. He'll be there. <clears throat> what? He will be there. Oh, great. He wants to be on the board. Oh. Yeah. He wants to be bored. <laughs> Unless somebody else wants to do it, he'll do it. He can do it. We'll let him. I'm certainly glad you got here. I'm in a terrible mess and I need help. I'll see you at the door. Excuse me. Someone who can help me out of this mess. Uh, anyway, our email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Now that we're ready for that, this comes to us from the UK. A college student is pulling a cow along a busy London street, holding up the furious car drivers during rush hour traffic. A cop stops the student and he asks, what the heck are you doing pulling a bloody cow along, causing this traffic back up? The student I'm taking it home to that block of flats up there. Which, of course, for American people, flats means apartments. <laughs> Cop, a block of flats. So you live in a big garden flat, do you? I get, a garden means an apartment with a yard, I guess. Ah. The student, no. My friends and I live on the third floor. And my doctor says I need a lot of fresh milk. So I thought I would buy a cow. The cop, yeah, 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 I get it. You need milk. But if you even manage to get that cow up there, where do you plan on keeping her? The student says, I'll keep her in the living room. The cop, in the living room, what about all the crap and the filth and the noise and the filthy, stinking smell? The student Oh, she'll soon get used to that. <laughs> Won't you, Bessie? 
<laughs> from the UK and the anonymous That's person. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all we got for our email. I know, but you try. So it would be time for some final thoughts. So can hurry up and get you on the road to go home. Getting me back in Illinois again. Yeah, there's a shepherd who drove his sheep through town. The police gave him a ticket for doing a U-turn. A <laughs> U-turn. <laughs> you is a female sheep. Man. So I've only got one final thought this week because I didn't look for any, but I seen one on Facebook this morning and it said... If it's called beauty sleep, why do I wake up looking like this every day? <laughs> I think I heard that from somewhere. Yeah, so listen, I think somebody we know posts about. I had to, it's like I gotta say that. <laughs> uh, the man in the moon gets his hair cut. He eclipses it. Eclipses. Eclipses. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was once asked how many people work at your company. I told them about half of them. <laughs> the rest are just lazy. Yes. <laughs> I'll do this one on behalf of Jill. What do you call a blonde with half a brain? Oh, a <laughs> I'm not blonde. I'm gray. <laughs> I intend to do everything I can. I insist that you take these precautions, Doctor. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend about us. Help them find us in their podcasting device. If they have a smartphone, a computer, show them how to find that. Soundsfunny.com. There are links there to subscribe. There are players. You can listen right on the website. And if you do visit us on a directory like iTunes or Google, leave us a rating and review. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you and your funny stories. So once again, thanks for listening. Check out those other podcasts, too. Yeah. <laughs> Earth Oddity. That sounds funny. That story show. That sounds funny. <laughs> podcast. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. T-S-F at ThatSoundsFunny.com That Sounds Funny! Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to find my button here.